I'm super excited for this episode of the Reluctant Vegan Son, and I had a great time recording it with Nikki, and we talked about a little bit about cancel culture, uh, which is very prominent now, and it's Valentine's Day, so you could cancel people. Well, when we record this, it comes out day after, and we do also talk about Valentine's Day and our feelings on it. There's a lot of feelings that go in. Uh, I'm single. My mom's been married for well longer than I've been alive, so <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking, I was smoking, don't catch me FBI, I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit, I came home, my family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up and I love it. So, hit the music. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to this 36th episode of the Reluctant Vegan Sun podcast. I'm Adam, the Reluctant Vegan Sun, and I'm here once again with the lovely, the incomparable, the uh, newly, well, about, it's been two weeks since Alaska, but she's going there. She's coming back. She's sorry, I had to try to stifle a burp there. Might <laughs> <laughs> as well not stifle it because then there's just like a wacky silence. So, you know, if you're gonna burp and and be yourself, then just do it. Well, I mean, I'm trying to not burp, but then it takes thought <laughs> process to not burp. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, on Valentine's Day, we're recording this on Valentine's Day. Mm. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Every- mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, calm down the burping and maybe the yawning and the farting, you know, because those are certain qualities that some people don't desire and other people, I don't fucking know. <laughs> so you think you might not find love because you, you know, burp, fart, I don't and know. whatever. Well, everybody does that. That's I don't think that's true, but for some reason, people have problems when other people do that interesting some people seem to do it more though i mean i definitely feel like i'm a fartier person than most people yeah. but i don't know if that's completely true do you think mm-hmm. that's true i think that's true well <laughs> i don't know other people don't announce when they fart and i haven't shared cars with people who farted in it as much as i have with you that's true it's not quite as <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard to get out of a car that's for sure but you always yeah. know when the window goes down like an inch or two on both sides that one of us has farted somebody farted so yeah true. imagine if they didn't have windows in cars, they always had windows. They used to not have roll down <laughs> windows, probably in the olden days. I don't know. Well, they had like handle roll down yeah. windows. They didn't have electric windows. So I yeah. could always bring down my window. Mm-hmm. I was wondering in the good old days, like Model uh, T errors. Oh, that's interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Hmm. But so we're here on Valentine's Day. And Yay, us. we're chatting and I don't know what we're going to chat about. So what is uh, new and good? Nikki. Hmm. What's new and good for me? Uh, new and good is that I went and picked up Lily, mm-hmm. uh, Lily's school. Lily's at UMass Amherst and her school went on lockdown and she's COVID. a dance major for COVID. Exactly. Uh, it turns out that a lot of people were having some pretty big frat parties and there were 500 new cases of COVID. So some thoughtlessness going on to the rest of the campus. People wanting to have that good time. 
but Lily had to end up doing her classes virtually and she's a dance major in a smaller room. And so it didn't quite make sense. So I went and picked her up and now she is back home and I love having her back home. Really, mm -hmm. really fun. Dance class in the living room. Do yeah. you join her for the dance classes? I no, I that. try to stay as far away as possible. I could see you in the background just dancing. Oh my fun. God. It'd be like our, we did uh, during quarantine, we did at times Gaga dance. Gaga dance yes. is a lot of fun. Mm. And it's kind of like a free flow and expression. And the goal is to, you're not supposed to use any mirrors or anything. You're not supposed to see yourself. You're just supposed to flow. And mm. they use really interesting terms to describe. It's one of the favorite ones that they say like five times the juicy back flush. <laughs> The juicy, move your juicy backflash. Feel the juicy backflash as you're going through. Backflash moving. Oh my god! I love that talking about that juicy, crazy, juicy do backflash. Love the juicy backflash. But we but would not an animal juicy backflash. Yeah, but Lily would do it often, and then sometimes I would do it too, and sometimes Mom would do it, and sometimes Catherine would do it. So yeah. that was our quarantine <coughs> comrades, so to speak. Yep. Yeah. So I was wondering if you did a similar thing, but this time you'd be training in like ballet, ballet or something. I'm not sure what classes <laughs> she takes. I would not be on my tippy, tippy, pointy toes. That's for sure. You don't have to be on your tippy, pointy <laughs> toes. Nobody's looking at your feet on Zoom. That's that for is sure. so true. Yeah. Yeah. But Put it's really face. great to have her home. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm amazed at it, when I was in Alaska, there wasn't an abundance of food. There were definitely stores in Nome. Uh, there were two supermarkets in Nome, which had some vegetables and lots of dry products. And so I always had enough, but it was fairly far away and it was really cold. Mm -hmm. So I was really very careful about what I ate and I made sure that I had everything prepared at the end of the week on a Sunday for most of the week. So, but here the food is just so incredibly abundant. And Ted, my husband, Adam's dad, loves yeah, to shop. It's kind of how that works. Yeah, it is amazing how I it works. I hope so. Not necessarily. It could be my new husband, not your dad. I don't know. But uh, what? Your new husband with the exact same name as, as your you. old husband. <laughs> that's true that's true but anyway but he, he likes to goes shop on and he loves e to go to Costco that's true and no, puts no. must have the name Ted right exactly her. I will only date people named Ted that's it done <laughs> <laughs> but he loves to shop and so there's so much food in the fridge and I feel like all I'm doing is eating see and eating and eating I always thought we had too much food but mm. now I go to the supermarket and I realize how this happens because I'm like, what do I want to make? So I'm like, mm. okay, let me get an eggplant. And I'm one person. Right. I don't realize that an eggplant should probably feed me for like three days. <laughs> like one eggplant could feed me for three days. It depends on how you prepare an eggplant though. What do you mean? If well, you, you can an eggplant into baba ganoush and just have like some roasted eggplant, it feels like that shrinks to nothing. That would be like a meal on some toast or something. Yeah, but you could have like fried eggplant. You could have eggplant stew. That's you true. have tons of stuff. And eggplants are large. Yes. I know they're primarily true. water, but I mean, think about how many slices you could get when you fry an eggplant. Yeah. Yeah. You get three or four. You could get like 10 slices in that. And if you eat more than three pieces of fried eggplant, you're going to be feeling it the next day. That's for sure. You're so right. So fried eggplant, you wouldn't eat as much, but there are definitely ways. That's true. That I feel like roasted eggplant, eggplant, maybe, a know. roasted eggplant might just be easier. If I'm roasting some vegetables with some eggplant and zucchini, I, I could probably eat that whole eggplant or at least close to it. A whole eggplant? 
Yes. Yeah, but then I get like the Larsen green wings. I'm like, I'm gonna make some stir fried green wings, and I get that, and then I come back and I realize I spent. Well, it's actually not terrible. I only spend like fifty bucks on groceries for a week, but that's really good. But it's pretty um, impressive that you're cooking so much and you are one person. So yeah. some people use that as a reason to not cook. There's something about it feeling lonely. Something about buying too many things and not having enough people to feed. Just. A mm-hmm. lot of people use the fact that they're cooking for one person as a way in which they don't cook for themselves for lots of different reasons. So the fact that you're doing that is really impressive that you've figured out a lot how to like nutritiously take care of yourself. Yeah, well, I think being vegan helps with that. It makes you think more like I can't go to McDonald's and get chicken nuggets and a burger and stuff like that. Whereas if I was not vegan, I could easily be like, oh, shit, I want something quick. Let me Mm. run to McDonald's real soon or the gas station down the block. Right. What would you get at the gas station down the block? They have uh, burgers, not great burgers, but they have burgers. If you're like (laughs) wanting something quick and not hungry, there's a pizza place down the block. But the only thing they have for vegan pizza, which I've got from there, it's pretty good. Because they have pies and I don't need a whole pie every day. I can't Mm. go and get two slices or something. Oh, that's interesting. And the pie, do they have vegan cheese on that pie? Or Mm -hmm. is it just a vegetable? Is that the diet cheese? I have no idea what cheese they have. Interesting. But yeah, and I see the like non-dairy, like, oh, I I don't get frozen pizzas from gas stations and and stuff. I I see the uh, pizza every day at Tops. Mm. It's probably a good deal, Mm. 10 bucks for the whole pizza. But I'm like, I don't want to spend 10 bucks on a fucking pizza. Mm. Interesting. Like, what? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Cool. But, it's still impressive. Impressive yeah. to me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I had some breakfast earlier. Mm, what you make? pretty good. And it was actually fast. I'm not a fast chef. I made polenta, cabbage slaw, roasted chickpeas, and then I put some, uh, why can I not remember the name? Uh, tahini on top. Oh my God. You made that for breakfast? Yeah. Wow. Just some like creamy polenta and some cabbage slaw. It takes like five seconds and then roasted some chickpeas. Wow. Well, that's pretty impressive too. That sounds like a really thoughtful, hearty, tasty breakfast. I thought you were just making a piece of toast and maybe throwing on some vegan butter. I know, but that's that's really impressive. Have you bought any of the just egg? Because daddy found some just egg on sale and I made a little just egg omelet with some vile life cheese on top. It was so yummy. It was just like any egg that I remember. It's I've, been a little over no, three but years, I but I don't get just egg. I don't know if they have it even at the supermarket I'm at. Interesting. In so, mm. but I don't really care. I just make a shit ton of tofu scramble for breakfast. I don't eat much. My eating habits are bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. But what you think it's bad that you good. don't eat much? No, I eat at like two and I eat at like 10. Oh, so I kind wow, of intermittent fast. Because uh-huh. when I eat, eat at 10, I'm not hungry at 10 in the next morning. Eat a meal. Mm, so true. <laughs> so then I wake so, up. And I'm like, so true. oh shit, I'm finally hungry. What time is it? Two. And then the way my day works out, kind of 2 p.m. is when I eat. So, like, let's say, and I think that eating habits, as long as you have your own habits and you keep towards it, kind of, it's healthy. Like, I understand people say don't eat before you go to sleep. And I'm sure there's science behind that. that I don't know if there's digest. that much science related to food and how food is sold and no, I meant digested and advertised digestion. Maybe I'm not I, I meant like, sure. Is it because people tell you not to eat after a certain time in the day or that not to mm. eat before going to bed? 
And I think it might be right. something about the digestion process. That's probably true. It does take a lot of energy to digest and it just kind of sits there rather than moving through. Mm-hmm. That's probably true. And so I guess then it depends it, on how you feel though, right? Exactly. So then in the morning I feel bloated and then I don't eat until like mm. two when I don't feel bloated anymore. <laughs> the worst so part the fact that you eat at 10 and you feel bloated in the morning, does that make you feel like you want to stop eating at 10 or no? I try to, but then I get hungry. <laughs> I try to not eat at 10. I mean, but then again, the way I, the way my schedule set up, it's hard because I'm busy. I'm trying to go to the gym. I'm trying to do lots of things. If I have class at 1230 and I go to the gym beforehand, it doesn't give me much time to cook and eat before my class. That's true. Or if I wake up at like 1130 and do like a morning routine, it doesn't give me much time to eat before my 1230. So now the answer to that is wake up earlier and go to bed earlier. <laughs> I understand. Likelihood low. I didn't say that. <laughs> that was your answer to it. I, yeah. I'm <laughs> you I mean, generally had been an early to sleep, early to rise person. You, since you were born, were up at five o'clock in the morning. You were mm-hmm. my 5 a.m. child. Yeah. And I was always and, up uh, with you. I, I was up at five. Oh, that was for school. Even early. That was no, for school. well before school. You were always up early and ready to go. I tried desperately to get you to sleep a little bit longer. Never. And that was for years and years and years and years. And then you would also put yourself to sleep, meaning that when you were tired, you'd be like, I'm out of here. And then mm-hmm. you'd go and go to bed. Okay. And now I don't put myself to sleep and I do wake up. So... <laughs> I mean, I'll go better if I'm exhausted. It's hard for me to get to sleep at times. Mm. I think sleeping's a hard thing to do. In general right now? or I'm not sure. Why do you think it's a hard thing to do? Because you never used to have any problem sleeping. So what do you think well, going on Well, I sleep now? soundly. It's just hard for me to get to sleep. It's always been that way. It's, it's always been hard for me to get to sleep. Not now always. There's, I think it's been like that for a while. Well, I, mean, I mean, more in this in this particular stage of your life, but it yeah. hadn't always been hard for you to fall asleep. Yeah. So what do you think it is? Do you think it's the distraction? Do you think it's that you're living with people? Do you no think- distraction. I mean, it's it's boring to put your head on a pillow and just sit. Mm. Like, so it's about boredom. That's it's not about boredom. It's just I, I feel like I try and don't go to sleep. And I'm like, yeah. Right, but yes, you go to something. sleep with, but with the video going on next to you, because every time you mm-hmm. were falling asleep, I definitely saw either your phone <laughs> or the computer, but there was definitely something I do. Going I on. like the noise. Interesting. Especially up in New Pulse, because if I, I grew up in New York City, and New York City has a lot of nighttime noise. Mm. New Pulse doesn't have the nighttime noise like that. Mm. Something about noise comforts me. It comforts you. Wow. Noise? Absolutely. Mm. Do you watch what you have on? Like, what if there's some like hard subliminal messages going on while you're sleeping? Do you think they get internalized or? I don't know. I just watch like stupid shit. What are you watching when you go to sleep? I don't know. Some like random person playing a video game. Some like (laughs) random comedy. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, what do you when you go to sleep? I don't watch anything. What do you I make do? Sure I, turn no, everything I understand that. I'm just saying, like, do you just put your head down and then wait 10 minutes and you're like, oh, shit, I fell asleep? Yeah, that's basically what happens. It doesn't happen sometimes. There seems to be like a point of no return. Mm-hmm. So I'm really tired. I had to sleep and I could fall asleep. But if I pull out my phone or if I pull out my computer or if I stay up much later than that point of when I'm feeling really tired, that's it. Then I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. 
But I try not to worry about not sleeping. I think we've been somehow programmed to believe that if we don't fall asleep or it's not easy, there's something really wrong. And then the whole day is going to get messed up. And so that's when people start either getting anxious about not sleeping or trying to do things to manipulate their sleep, either with mm -hmm. drugs or certain different kinds of vitamins or melatonin or so on and so forth. So I find yeah. it really interesting where we've decided something about how much sleep you absolutely have to have. And I don't think it's all completely true. Well, I have an answer for you if you have a hard time going to sleep. Tell me. What do you think I'm going to say? Uh, smoke pot. Mary Jane. Yep. <laughs> the Good likelihood that Jane. I'm going to start smoking now is just so low. I, I spent a good deal of my youth smoking pot I and definitely you must have had some great sleep I don't even know if I had great <laughs> sleep or not but I am definitely preserving my brain cells that's for sure and I don't like the feeling of being out of it I really hmm. like to be very present and you feel get my that. feelings fully See, yeah to me it depends on what I'm doing like I, I like feeling my feelings fully and I do feel my feelings fully mm -hmm. but sometimes at night it's nice to smoke some pot and just relax and watch something with friends Mm. again that's a type of comfort thing for me right it's, so it's nice. the question is is there any downside to that i don't think so i think no? marijuana wake up okay no problem yeah. i'm good see alcohol's the devil wow i've never heard you say that i know you stop drinking I'm as much that's I'm for trying sure to stop drinking wow. i don't like alcohol you don't like it or you like it i like it i don't right. love it i don't need it so oh. See, so, but me, why is alcohol the devil to you? That I've never heard you say anything. I feel like that shit strong. the next day. Oh, so it's the I, devil you in lose terms of like your two days, mm. and then for like two hours of extreme happiness. Plus, alcohol doesn't taste very good. I don't is know it if you, extreme if you happiness that. those two hours. I don't think it's extreme happiness, but there's something about those hours when when you're drunk that people keep going for. There, it might not be extreme happiness, but there's something about that sensation that people strive for. What do you think Otherwise, you're striving for? I guess to live without in inhibitions. So without inhibition. They mm -hmm. want their mind to be deregulated. Ah, and to me, to me, personally, I don't think this is a superpower. I think I can act stupid around people who are drunk without being drunk. I think that is a superpower. I'll be honest with you, to actually be able to decide that you're going to deregulate your mind. And that doesn't mean to be mean or whatever, but really be like true to yourself and what you want to do without the inhibition. That's what I'm saying. That's why that's why yeah, alcohol that's a superpower kind of promotes. I mean, alcohol culture, I mean, just culture in general. I mean, I'll, I'll just talk about cancel culture and stuff. I mean, mm. if you do something when you're drunk and you do something terrible, people are going to cancel you regardless. I don't I don't completely understand but what do you mean by cancel well people are cancel culture is something now that if somebody does something bad and it could be a variety of things then they're like oh this person's canceled it's usually celebrities mm. because celebrities lives are really open mm. or people document every portion of their lives interesting whereas i could do something that's i could say something to a friend and it might not be the best but i might not know that or something or like i might just say something like stupid one time but it's not going to be documented it's not going to be whatever i mean people have said things in the past that they regret saying or that they have said and they're like oh fuck that was absolutely terrible mm. i'm not going to give an example because i don't want to share like terrible things mm -hmm. and i think you're lying to yourself if you're saying you've never said anything terrible in your life 
oh God, I say stupid, terrible things all mm-hmm. the time. But I think that thing that you're talking about with the cancel culture is that I hope, and at least in my mind, somebody will tell me that what I'm saying either hurts their feeling or there's something about it that they want me to look at. And then I can decide whether I want to change that or not, or apologize or reevaluate. Yeah, well, cancel you can only do that if something is pointed out to you, hopefully in a loving, compassionate way, or even Mm -hmm. not. But the cancel culture actually makes it so that you have no, especially with celebrities. I mean, if you're being interviewed, then you should keep in mind. I think that people are prepared for interviews. I think you should keep in mind what you're saying because that shit will get recorded. The things you put out on social media, right? That shit. If you put it down in physical writing, somebody can find it. If you put it down somewhere tangibly. And I think, I think that's dangerous. everything you do could be recorded right now. I mean, I think it can, but I'm assuming when I'm hanging out with friends or something, they're not recording every word I say. I mean, I that's mean, always the hope. But if something is crazy going on or if people are drinking or if there are other people there, you don't know who's deciding to record a moment and then deciding to post well, people record certain things and you're aware of when people have their phones out and stuff because you can tell when somebody is recording something. Mm. And a lot of time they get centered. I don't think people have pen recorders trying to get you a confession, get a confession out of you while you're just hanging out. I mean, I have hope in people. I, I don't <laughs> think it's a, a pen recorder to get a, a confession. I think that there are incidental recordings that somebody might find interesting to post only because I think that we've got a lot of people that are posting things that they're finding interesting. And what might be interesting to some person might be either embarrassing or incriminating to somebody else. That's all I'm saying. I don't mm. think it's meant to be subversive or harming i just think that we have a culture right now where it's very easy to do that and that people are interested in sharing small moments with other people yeah that's true i just think that most of the time those moments are you can tell when those moments come though when somebody's doing something and a lot of times when i see people recording i recognize that and i i'm quiet because i they're recording their moment whereas I don't, and I don't feel the need to talk out. I think that what I think could be dangerous if you didn't realize someone was recording. And, and I agree with what you're saying in that scenario. Also, if you're saying something and somebody records it and you didn't realize they were recording, I would hope you would say, please don't fucking put that out there. I said some shit and I'm like, no, this is terrible. I think you could say that and hope that somebody won't. Mm-hmm. But whether they do or not, you don't have control over that. That's true. That's true. Unless you physically grab their phone and press the X button. And then you do. There's the answer. You never know if they're recording directly to social media either. Well, you don't really record directly to social media. You have to. You don't to think you do Facebook Live stuff? And... <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> interesting. See, this is the boomer mentality <laughs> in hand. I am a boomer. Yeah, now like people are saying I like, boomers and stuff, but. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Like certain things and people should be able to learn from their mistakes because people make mistakes. Saying something wrong doesn't mean you cancel them. Now, there are certain things like, okay, some people should be, some people have done terrible things and physically done terrible things. Right. Right. And that, that's a problem. They also probably have had hopefully jail time for a while and shit and 
done things. So, yeah. Anyways, I mean, that's lighter. always the hope. But even people who are in jail that have done things, the idea of jail is so that people can rehabilitate. And that is I, not I the idea that. of an American jail, that's for sure. Yeah, I think people can change. I mean, there are certain things that people should go away forever for. Mm-hmm. I don't support the death penalty. I think, yes, there should be rehabilitation. But there's no way. It's hard to track rehabilitation. It's hard to. It's just hard. It's I don't hard. know. But but you give hard you give the punishment for the crime. So what you're saying mm-hmm. is that yep. people that you don't honestly believe could be rehabilitated should be away for the rest of their lives, and then other people who have done the time should be considered rehabilitated afterwards, or at least thought about in the community as to continue and attempt to continue to rehabilitate, mm-hmm. or don't say that they can go or don't yeah. let them out. So there's no point in letting somebody out who's going to go back into prison because they have no opportunities on the outside world. Right. So it's been set up so that they Mm -hmm. don't have easy opportunities. Now, that's not true in other countries, that's for sure, but definitely true here. Yeah. I mean, there's a black mark on your record. You apply to a job and one of the easiest ways to get screened out is just yeah. every job application, I think, says that, too. Are are you a convicted felon or have you been a convicted felon? Every job opportunity has that. Right. It's kind of discriminatory. Mm -hmm. I mean. It is. So it is discriminatory because the majority of people that I guess proportion, it's not majority of people, but proportionality wise, more people of color get uh, get incarcerated than white people. So it, it is pretty discriminatory. It's absolutely discriminatory. And it doesn't discriminate for what it is you've been arrested for or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Or it, it it doesn't discriminate people's opinions of it. So let's say somebody was arrested for a nonviolent crime. Still, if you have that mark on your record and you mm-hmm. say this was a nonviolent crime, the people who are giving you the job will still have their opinions of whatever you're doing. I think that everybody who's had a drug record should be expunged um, if it's purely using drugs. Selling drugs, on the other hand, I can understand being like selling lots of drugs. If they're legal, I can understand being a criminal offense. Mm. Understand that. Right. As pro drugs as I am. Uh, But (laughs) I think that anybody who has been, and I think selling drugs or selling drugs are different ways because now people are selling drugs and making a shit ton of money. So that's another thing. So are you talking selling drugs, making a shit ton, ton of money legally? You're I'm talking, talking about, about people, people legally are doing that. CBD and, yeah. and marijuana sales. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. if people are in jail for marijuana, at least, I mean, I can understand maybe other drugs. Right. But like heroin. Okay, sure. Methamphetamines. Yeah, those are dangerous things. Now, the users, should they be arrested? No, they're fucking drug addicts. They need help. Right. They don't right. need prison. Prison doesn't help drug addicts. Uh-huh. Well, so if people who were selling that felt like that was the only opportunity for them to make it, that's what I'm saying. Living, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. How much would you need to sell? Like, would you need to be part of a, a drug cartel that somehow is responsible for bringing you know, all of the drugs into a particular area or not? Like, I think a, a local little drug dealer should not necessarily be yeah. in, in jail. It's, it's hard. I mean, it depends. Yeah. And then people will always claim things. Everybody's like, do you give somebody a little leeway? They take them out. I'm like, I don't I don't know. I, I guess I have a naive view on the world coming out of college. So, yeah. Talk <laughs> you about much of a naive view. Like you were brought up in this family and we do think about this, these things a lot. So it's not I mean, naive. It's just, I assume people aren't going to take complete advantage over me. And I've heard that that's not true in other 
And like that's people have been taking advantage of forever. Capitalism. What do you mean by taking advantage of of you? I mean, you talk about like uh, musicians who have been screwed over by record labels and stuff, or talk about oh. people who have done the right thing and then just got screwed over by a boss or something. Because the world isn't that, always nice. I th- right. those probably and the world are. isn't always fair. Like, mm-hmm. And it's never been fair. So to even think that that's the possibility for the world is almost something that's going to set you up for discouragement and disappointment. Yeah. If you assume that the world is however the world is, it's it's something that's happening. And you, mm-hmm. you that's just the circumstance that you have no control over. And you still within that keep doing and moving in the direction you want to I think you're more likely to get there than to mm-hmm. you know decide that something is supposed to be the way it's not you could try to make it a particular way but those other things will keep happening in the world mm-hmm. does that make sense I'm not sure what you said but <laughs> <laughs> saying the, the world isn't fair like you yeah. know I, or I wouldn't be in this nice house or I wouldn't have mm-hmm. all this food like you know, there are things about the unfair world that I have completely used to my advantage, that's for sure. And oh, to you've... say that everybody has the same exact level of fairness is not the case. We're just all human. That's just not reality. So to go from that place that it's supposed to be this way, well, maybe it's supposed to be this way and we'd have to keep working towards what we think makes sense. I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense, but, but I, think, I think if you believe that something is not as it should be and it creates a lot of discouragement and sadness, I don't think that's particularly helpful. Yeah, I agree with you. Now let's okay. talk about discouragement and sadness. Oh, okay. Today's Valentine's Day. I'm Uh-oh. single. Discouragement and sadness. I know. I know. <laughs> that I was, was good, waiting Adam. for a good point. Oh my God, you hit the good point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. Every time we have a good segue, we're like, oh shit, we had a good segue. I know. I know. We're so <laughs> we impressed with ourselves. We I know. We never going. keep going. Exactly. <laughs> we just get impressed with ourselves and then we start patting each other on the back we and we're so pleased. We Love it. Mention I know. We have segue. never, ever made a good segue without commenting on it. You know what right. else we comment on? Tell me. How much you guys should like, rate, review, and <laughs> rate, subscribe review. Exactly. To exactly. And follow my Instagram. Oh, but yeah, Valentine's Day. Uh, uh-huh. Valentine's Day is, I think Valentine's Day is actually good. I'm changing my mind from what I thought of 20 minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> I think Valentine's <laughs> Day is good and bad. I think there's, okay, it's not good. I think there's good sides to Valentine's Day because I think people are very busy. Mm. And people might not have the time as much as they want because i'm sure they care about their significant others so it's nice to have valentine's day which really it should change because this is just so inclusive to couples and like or people with significant others and then other people are like i feel like shit there's got to be a better way Mm. i'm sure there's been multiple like there's been lots of people who've probably tried to start campaigns to like try to do like a single person's valentine's day thing or like have a way there must be maybe more people hook up on valentine's day possibly Mm, uh, swingers clubs are probably doing really well. You know, <laughs> swingers clubs COVID, are doing. But... They no, they have online things, and now people oh. are going more than ever because they feel like it's easier, and there's online intimacy, and they're like they don't have to worry about it, and it's cheaper, and they can come. They don't have to travel, pay for a hotel and shit. Got an article so in the Times about that. Oh, you did. Wow. Yeah. Good information in the Times. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but now all the news is Trump got acquitted. Trump is getting impeached. I'm like, this isn't interesting to me. People are going to vote how they vote because they vote 
stupid. They vote on their party lines. And I mean, it wasn't going to change anything. I, I knew he was going to get acquitted anyway. Exactly. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time watching this shit. Exactly. Yeah. So now it's the <laughs> like front the page. The adults of... are not doing what the adults need to do yeah. so that they could get reelected. It's the front page of everything. Mitch McConnell acquits him, yells that Trump was responsible, then acquits him because he isn't in office anymore. And he isn't in office anymore because McConnell blocked the Senate from going back together until he leaves office. And so now he has a ready-made excuse. Anyways, Mitch McConnell is actually, I think, the most incredible politician ever. <laughs> because of how fucking he knows every little rule. I hate the fucker. I mean, I mean, incredible in the way that he knows exactly what he's doing and he knows every little loophole and he finds a way to fucking do everything yeah, and still somehow gets reelected every year and finds yeah. a way to get the Republican Party who haven't won a popular election in fucking 30 years or some shit to have tons of power and get everything that they want and then set shit up. But that's enough politics for today. I like the way you said that. that. Wow. All right, yeah. Valentine's Day. Uh, so I think so. I think it's good that you have that people have this opportunity, and it's a big thing on the calendar to really appreciate the people, the, your significant other. I mean, maybe it should be more than your significant. Maybe it should just be people you're close to. Mm. But I mean, when did Valentine's Day start? Probably should have done uh, some research on this before. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Well, what Are do you, you think? At- yeah, I, I am looking. Mm. Um. Uh, I'm looking. My question is, what would you want to do for Valentine's Day? Because as a single person, I've never been in a relationship. Mm. Uh, I was thinking about what would be the best thing to do for Valentine's Day. And, you know, seeing like movies and shit. I don't know what people would appreciate. A lot of people go out to dinner. Now, my question is, would you rather have a home cooked meal or would you rather go out and have a fancy meal? Does the effort put in depend on how much time you have? I don't know. What do you think about what do you think about that? I think it really depends on how I'm feeling that year. So there are some years where I somehow felt less love for myself or something in the relationship and made it mean something depending on what daddy did well or didn't do well. And there are mm-hmm. some years I just didn't care. Like this year, okay. it's really interesting. We both got the same card for each other from Trader Joe's. <laughs> and I, like, he was filling out the card at the table and I showed him my card. He's like, we both got the same card and I was going to get the same bit of flowers from Trader Joe's. And I, in my mind, I was kind of loving whatever's going on right now in our family and in our house. And I didn't need anything to somehow make me feel that love or make me feel more loved. And I didn't make it mean anything that, that, he got me the same card from Trader Joe's like so people do (laughs) I was looking at I was at tops the Valentine's Day uh card sec Hallmark card section was popping while I was there I'm sure it was and I just I realized that it just didn't make a difference to me Mm -hmm. this year so it really depends on how I'm feeling and that's why I do believe that you know the thoughts will create the feeling so I'm feeling loving myself I'm feeling just generally positive about things. And so whatever daddy does or doesn't do, I don't make it mean anything to our relationship because it just doesn't seem to matter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading a lot of stuff here on history.com. I don't know how true <laughs> it is. But, uh, was that the first thing that came up or the third thing? It was the first, I think. But oh <laughs> no, maybe it was the third. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. But it, it's all about like, I mean, in Roman times, there was some Christianity shit. And then it became kind of like they say it tried to take the place of a pagan festival. Mm, Now there's Cupid. And I don't know how the fuck that became this holiday where now this happens. Because it doesn't seem very Christian to me. It seems a very pagan holiday. 
It was originally it, a pagan holiday, so I don't know why. Well, it was original Lupercus, and then or something in Roman times, and then uh, the Catholic Church wanted to change like the thing and try to make it more Christian. I guess the holiday is what it said, mm-hmm. and now it's in February. I don't fucking know. All I know is that I'm suspiciously born nine months after Valentine's Day. Oh, very suspicious. Uh- that's so interesting. I, I I don't I don't think there was any relation to that, considering yeah. that it's weird. We were having fertility issues, and you were totally planned. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, this might odd. be more information than you want, but no, that's, you know. <laughs> okay. that's okay. I mean, I brought it up. I brought it up. I'm just saying, my birthday's in November. It's very suspicious. <laughs> right. I, it, it might be suspicious. But- but it was completely planned and but I don't yeah. think it happened on that day. So yeah. Anyways, uh, oh, that's moving so on funny. past that point. Uh, yeah. Valentine's Day. So I do think Valentine's Day is good in the respect that I, I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, oh God, I might bring it up. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You know what? Let's create the reality. Yes, you were a love baby. Oh my born. God. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. This is too much. This is too much. This is too much. <laughs> Way too much. You were a really, really wanted baby, though. Oh my god! Oh my god! Really, really wanted. But yeah, uh, Valentine's Day is good because I think it does put your mind and you really think about your significant other or the people you love, or you think about. But that also has the power when you don't have one, and it depends on a person's mental fortitude, emotional health, uh, just where they are in life or what they want to do. And some people don't give a shit. Uh, But it makes single people, I think, feel worse. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Catherine is doing a body positivity thing today. If I remember on Instagram or something. She's Go doing check a out heart Catherine. positivity thing. Heart yeah. positivity thing. Check out Catherine Verbrugge. Mm-hmm. Put you in there. Uh, oh, wait, this comes out on Monday. <laughs> oh, Anyways, please t- check out Catherine Verbrugge still. In general. Like, I know what I'm doing today, and I'm going to have a great day because I'm going to get high with my friend and watch uh, <laughs> anime and sports, and I'm going to have a great time doing that. Uh, that's so you're not making it mean anything for you and the fact that you don't have a significant other and the fact I don't have a significant other to me this is any other day Mm. I mean Valentine's Day any day is any other day there's just some significance that people put on it but I do think it's important to recognize the people you love especially if you have a significant other or someone close to you but Mm. I think every day should be Valentine's Day you're telling me that your significant other the person you love you person you marry or you date is not worthy of your attention every other day Right. I think that's true. They probably are, but people are just so busy, especially exactly. in this advanced exactly. form of capitalism to pay any attention to each other in that same way. And that's so. why I think that Valentine's Day maybe does have some good things, but I think the emotional downsides for single people and the, and the health and shit. And I, so I think there should be better alternative. Maybe we should think of that. Maybe we should think of better alternatives for Valentine's Day. What, what would that look for like? For single people. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I um, have like uh, activities and shit. I don't oh, know. Speed dating. That would no, be interesting. I um, mean, this like, might be a good time to do your emotional coaching. Like, you know, well, for the guys gonna, that don't like, you know, if you have some feelings about it, come onto this, onto this uh, yeah. website. What, what is gonna, it? A program that you do. I don't have a day. website yet, but uh, I was going to talk about it this episode, but we have not gotten there and we're pretty much done. I mean, I didn't time. So <laughs> oh <my laughs> we're God. pretty much done. It flew by. Yeah, wow. it's already 120. Oh my uh, God, I forgot the crazy. time. Uh, uh-huh. This episode might be a little shorter, but yeah. Uh, but that's my opinion on Valentine's Day. Uh, mm. I think do you have because because it seems like this is just a day set. I mean, they had the festivals in ancient times, but what does did the ancient Roman festivals or the festivals from the Roman empires 
somehow sustain all the way to today. It's possible. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have feelings about the, you know, the way in which it's promoted, especially in this particular mm-hmm. environment. So these Hallmark card holidays somehow mm-hmm. getting you to either buy something that tend to be inflated price-wise or make sure that you are somehow doing something in relation to your relationships or something that creates a mood for you or not, or something you need to buy or whatever it is. So I think, I think there's a lot at play that we are not completely sure about, mm-hmm. but you, you do get to decide what it means to you. Exactly. So if you decide that it means that you're all alone, then that's how that holiday is going to sit. Mm-hmm. If you decide that you just love people and this is a day you're going to fully love them outwardly, then maybe that's how it'll sit. So you get to choose what this holiday means for you specifically. And also, I think if you're single and you have good other friends who are single, reach out, tell them you love them, tell them uh, and maybe make a plan and have a good day and you'll be great together. And I think that's a great way to spend Valentine's Day. Yeah, I think I think it. it could definitely be a great way to spend Valentine's Day. There are lots of different ways to do this. Mm-hmm. Again, as long as you don't make it mean something to you specifically. And if you do have trouble with that, send me a message on Instagram. I'm trying to do my emotions coaching program and I'm sure I could help you out. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, yourself, you're doing yeah, really and, great with that. And thank you're... you for listening. Uh, we'll talk more about the emotions so did, coaching did that I'm doing next time. Can I tell you one other thing? All right, we, what's, we'll definitely what's the do last that. Thing? Uh, the last thing is that I entered one of my songs into a contest and it is going to be playing on WNIR, which is an independent radio station for the next two weeks. It's called Growing Old Together. And uh, and there's a really great bio and review of the song in there. Mm-hmm. So, it's really awesome. So check it out. Okay. That's uh, it. And thank you all for listening. Please if uh, like, uh, rate, review, subscribe, follow me on Instagram. If you have any questions, DM me on Instagram, email me at reluctantveganson at gmail. Uh, and look out for Nikki, listen to her song and check her out at nikkiandthehumanelement.com. So, uh, and I'm going to send you the link. All right, bye everybody. And we love you guys. We love you. Happy Valentine's Day. You got this. Mm-hmm. You got this. You guys got this. <laughs>